time to open your PPC playbook. Optimized by PPC professionals. Learn how to execute winning strategies for building your structured ad campaigns and optimize your bids and targeted ads with the tips and advice of our PPC pros. Inside your PPC playbook, please welcome your hosts, Shane Ryans and Maria Perilli. Hi, everyone. This is episode nine of the PPC Playbook. I'm your host, Maria Perilli, here with my co-host, Shane Ryans of PPC Professionals. Every week, we discuss topics related to PPC advertising and shoe hating today. Hi, Shane. Are, are you ready for morning, our fun Maria. fact moment? Sure. What's so, yours today? Mine is, um, guess what my favorite sport is? Not a clue. Uh, wait a minute. It has to do with Frisbee. <laughs> You're right. So I love playing Ultimate Frisbee. I'm not much of a sports spectator, but I, I love to play all kinds of sports, and Ultimate Frisbee is my favorite. And no, it's not from college. It's just actually something I used to play back in the Bronx, on the streets of the, of the Bronx. We used to just take out the Frisbee and play in between the cars. Lots of fun. In between the cars. That sounds almost dangerous. Yeah, the neighbors used to hate us, but, you know, we were kids having fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you I have a great fun fact for me today, Shane. What is it? Um, you, you know, you're on – at one time I loved to play basketball uh, and just got busy with life. So had, basketball had is your favorite in my sport? Head forever. Probably to play. Uh, I really I, I watch sports on occasion as social events, but really am not at that. Are you good at uh, am are I you good at uh, are you better at dribbling, shooting? What's your uh, strong suit in basketball? Um, well, actually, I was a big kid, so I was really good at rebounds. <laughs> nice, very good. Yeah. All right, so if today it didn't go in, I took it. <laughs> So today we're going to discuss negative keywords and how to find them using search query reports. Um, Shane, can we start by just giving an, a general overview of what negative keywords are? Negative keywords, in a nutshell, allow you to filter out traffic that you know isn't going to convert. And more frequently than not, we, we have to have phrase on, we have to have broad or BMM on. Uh, just from a volume perspective, and as we've discussed on some previous shows, broad and phrase and, and BMM all can really come back and pick up some unneeded, <laughs> unrelevant traffic. Unneeded, so, unwanted, yeah, definitely not traffic. Yeah, and it, it just it takes uh, a little bit of time to work through them and weed them out. One of your clients is the best client that I could think of, which is in child care. And when we first turned their campaign on, they were picking up traffic for uh, child care uh, and daycare posters, child care and daycare curriculum, furnishings, right? You, we would have Definitely never thought not. furnishings in a negative list. No. I mean, and those are people not looking for child care. They're looking for 
whatever, you know, whether they're looking to open a childcare or work at a childcare. And that's, that's a really good point. Um, I know that there's some comprehensive lists of negatives out there that you can search for and it'll give you a head start on the types of negatives that you want to include right off the bat. Um, for instance, there's those, the job seekers, like for keywords like career, salary, jobs, things like that. If, if you're not a job board, you definitely want to exclude those keywords. Um, there's also the research keywords, about, review, samples, things like that. If you're a premium seller, of course, you're going to want to exclude the bargain shoppers. So you want to exclude keywords like cheap and free. Also, there's DIY, how-to, homemade, things like that. And of course, if you're not a porno site, you want to exclude some sex-related keywords as well. And like I said, there are lists out there that will give you a comprehensive um, outline of what these negative keywords should be to give you a head start. You also want to think about any unwanted geographies. Um, Even if you're targeting a specific location in your settings, you may want to also include some geographies in your negatives if it's, you know, a neighboring community that you don't want included. Would you agree, Shane? I I do, but I'd like to back up for just a second to one and and just go over some of these uh, general keywords. Um, And the first one is actually that I want to discuss is the last one you mentioned, how-to and homemade. If you're about.com, that may be a valid uh, click. And so keep in mind your target audience. Uh, the same thing with reviews and about. If you're TripAdvisor, that becomes a valid click. But if you're trying to sell a product um, and you don't have reviews of that product on your website, it can be really problematic. Uh, in travel, you know, we had reviews of every hotel that we sold, and so we could actually convert that traffic because the review wasn't about us. It was about a particular product they were buying. Um, The same is true with Amazon. So on the other side, that's a case where it would work. On the other side, um, if it's a company review, right, you probably, if you want to buy that traffic, you may want to redirect it through a a third-party company that's actually reviewing you. And then you can convert it. But to simply try to drive it to your site and review yourself, um, that doesn't establish the level of trust that someone's typically looking for with that keyword set. I would agree. If someone is searching for reviews, they're expecting to see probably over 30 reviews and from a trusted source. Right. And, and you know, if you're, a, if you're an online travel company, and you've got customer reviews of your hotels, yeah, you can convert that. Yeah, especially if you have video reviews, even better. Um, but if you're – I'm going to use a moving company as an example. Uh, a friend of mine's moving right now, and she's looking at, at really closely at the reviews. And part of what's happening there is that moving company can't give a review for themselves. Um, but if they – maybe point that traffic to their BBB listing, which hopefully has a link back to their site, or they point it to Yelp, 
you know, their page on Yelp that points back to their site, then maybe you can convert that review traffic. Right. That's that that would work for sure. Right. Just think about your negatives and, and here again we've we've said this on the on your keyword buys. You really have to be aware what is the meaning of that word. And and I'm we've said it before, I'm gonna say it again. If the word has multiple meanings, you're less likely to convert almost in every scenario. Exactly. That that's yeah, and and we'll we'll get into how we can combat multiple meanings and uh, the match type that we want to insert these keywords in in just a minute. Um, but there's there's different ways that you can figure out what your what neg- your negative should be. Number one, there's the universal list of negatives that we talked about. There's also um, you can just simply do a Google search. You know, take the top few keywords that you're bidding on and see what comes up for it. Um, any type of research terms that you don't want in there, maybe the customer's not in the, in the buying cycle yet, you want to exclude uh, or maybe just you know segment that out so that way you can see how that performs. You can also use Google's Keyword Planner to find different ideas. Um, I know it's primarily used for finding keywords that you do want, but... Just by simply doing a search for your top keywords, you can see what Google thinks is relevant for that and also exclude those as negatives. Yeah, and, and I want to like jump right back in on the, the segment those out. Um, and I want to jump back into that because in a lot of cases, you can segment these keywords out and, and downbid them, right? Uh, I've seen cases where Keywords had so many meanings that you'd only convert one in a thousand. But if you could get in and, and get that thousand clicks for five or ten cents, you still made money on it. So on these questionable terms, um, it's always a great idea. Segment them out, test their CPA, you know, and, and look at what you're bidding. Don't just assume that it has a bad conversion rate and you can't close it. Look at what your conversion rate is. Look at what your cost per acquisition can be on whatever it is you're selling, and you can actually backwards into a CPC that works. And this is really important from getting volume out of an account. Right, exactly. Right. Shane, let's take a quick break and then – Shane, let's take a quick break and then I want to get right into the most powerful method of finding negative keywords, which is actually the search query reports. We'll be right back. PPC Playbook. We'll be back after this short timeout. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so social the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your facebook contest and sweepstakes create a fun easy to win contest by writing a simple facebook post watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction track your traffic and generate email lists with ease so social is mobile friendly and complies with facebook terms of service let so social give your facebook page some flash today zoom over to zosocial.com 
When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Time to get back into the PPC Playbook. Optimized by PPC Professionals. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the PPC Playbook. Today, we're talking about negative keywords. Uh, Shane, right before we took a break, I mentioned search query reports. Now, we know how powerful this can be to find... Um, negative keywords that we don't want uh, our ads showing up for. It can be. And one thing that I want to point out um, with with your SQRs, unless Google's made a revision recently that I'm not aware of, uh, your SQRs are only going to show you the keywords you took traffic on. And, and I'm mentioning this because a lot of times you'll see a broad or a phrase is 10,000 impressions and you go into the SQR and you only see a couple hundred keywords. And so be aware that it doesn't show you everything that your ad has fired for. Uh, some workarounds that we've done in the past for this is to, as much as we hate to do it, use dynamic keyword insertion to get the click so that we could go back and figure out what phrases we needed to, to weed out. Right. And just so we're clear, a search terms report is a report that shows you the actual search query that people typed into Google in order to trigger your ads. So this report will let you see exactly what people are typing in. And remember, like Shane mentioned, it's not going to show you everything but it'll give you a good idea of what people are searching for and what your ads are showing up for. Absolutely. And, and like you mentioned earlier, you can use this report not only for your negatives, but for for research and to realize, hey, well, maybe we need to add this group of keywords or that group of keywords uh, into another ad group or campaign. Right. And And a good way to kind of figure that out is, you know, sort the report different ways. Sort it by highest impressions so that you can see what the most popular search terms are. Sort it by click-through rate to see, you know, what people are actually clicking on, what is relevant to your ads, what is relevant to your keywords. Sort it by conversion rate. Are any of these terms converting? Do you have an ad group for those terms? If not, you definitely should because these are your high-converting keywords. So you want to segment those out as well. Um, so one really important thing that we didn't c cover is when you're adding negative keywords, 
there's match types for, for negatives as well as positive keywords. So what match type would you put these keywords in when you're when you're actually building your list? Is it fraud? Is it broad? Is it phrase? Or is it exact? Or is it all three? We almost always do phrase and exact. Um, you know, there's we try to avoid broad in both defining keywords and using them as negatives because Google has a history of being very broad. <laughs> <laughs> And very general with how broad works. And so just out of uh, safety precaution, we almost always use phrase and exact. Uh, you've got to be careful with keywords. Um, licensed and licensing have two very different meanings. And just a quick tip, if you're going through your SQRs, it may be quicker to download those, pull them into Excel, because then you can run filters on it. Um, and I'm going to use travel just because it comes to my mind. Uh, I may see luxury hotels uh, is a big head term, and I may immediately pull that in. But what you want to do also is go into Excel and do a duplicate keyword filter. Show me everything that has luxury and Cancun. Uh, as a keyword, and then you can pull out, rather than trying to pull out one keyword at a time, you can pull out 10, 20, 50 keywords because they're all tightly related. That's that's actually a really good point on sorting. Um, back to what you were saying about license and license, that's actually a really good point because, for instance, with the child care example, child care license and licensed Childcare are two completely different things. In one case, a parent is looking for a licensed childcare to send their kid to. In the other case, maybe someone is looking to get a license for a childcare or to become a licensed childcare provider. So I think this goes back to how you're going to put your key, what match types you're going to put your keywords into. You wouldn't want to put licensed as a phrase match because that would exclude child, licensed childcare, correct? You've got to pay close attention to your keywords. Google, on the negative phrase, Google will not place synonyms on you, thank goodness. So you could do a negative phrase of licensing and it wouldn't filter out your traffic for licensed. And it's one of those things you've just you've got to really think about that because there's other keywords where you would want to filter out both of them. I, at, off the top of my head, I can't think of one, but in other cases, you're going to want to. Uh, if you're selling flights, uh, you're going to want to filter out motel and hotel. Right, because you wouldn't want to pick up traffic for someone trying to book a hotel or a motel if you're selling flights. Right, but you have to just remember to please add both iterations. <laughs> exactly. And that goes for plurals as well. You don't want to miss a plural version of that negative keyword because Google will not 
um, they, they won't make it plural for you. Uh, when it comes to negatives, everything has to be exactly, be exactly right. Because remember, they're trying to get more clicks. They're not trying to, uh, you know, eliminate your ad from showing up in search results. So you have to be very specific with your negatives. Uh, yeah. And one thing I want to touch on, on the plurals that we haven't spoken about in the past, sometimes you need to break your plurals out from your singulars um, only because the plural and singular definition of a word can have very different meanings. Um, and I'm just going to use a blue widget as an example. If somebody types in by multiple blue widgets, you're looking at a multi-order, multi-item order as opposed to someone typing in by blue widget. Um, which is looking to purchase one item. So sometimes you'll get uh, a little better or a little worse performance out of those uh, plurals. Yeah, and especially if you're you know selling things in bulk, and maybe you don't want the singular version because you know you're you made your business on selling things in bulk, and that's the only way you you sell your blue widgets. So, so that you're right, you can actually bid less on the singular version, um, but you don't want to exclude it, but you definitely want to downbid it. So segmenting that would help with that. Um, it'll also change how you write your ads. Uh, if someone searches, and we see frequently people will, will lump all of these keywords into one bucket, and that's not always the best thing to do. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. PPC Playbook. We'll be back after this short timeout. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. 
Go to ShipStation.com slash Webmaster Radio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Time to get back into the PPC playbook. Optimized by PPC professionals. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, today we're discussing negative keywords. We talked about how to find negative keywords, um, how to go through your search terms reports to find queries that people are searching for, what your ads are showing up for. Now, Shane, how often should everyone be digging through these search query reports to find um, any missed opportunities or any negative keywords? It really depends on the size of the account. Uh, We've got clients that we do it for weekly, and we've got clients that are smaller, uh, maybe local businesses that we do it for once a month. So it really depends on the number of impressions you're jumping in front of. Uh, if you're under a really high, like if you're in travel and you're setting up a brand new account, you may want to do it daily. That makes sense. And you definitely want to make it easy on yourself. Um, pull the report, get it into Excel, uh, maybe open up a text document, start making a list. And, and that's going to help you um, not only put the list together from, from your SQRs, but also It'll help you expand on your negatives because just by seeing what people are searching for, you can get ideas as to what searching for that wouldn't be relevant. Absolutely. And remember, you're not seeing everything. As Shane mentioned before, the SQRs are not comprehensive. They're only showing you whatever's getting um, you know, the top impressions. So just by adding these negatives and eliminating keywords that your ads are not relevant for, you're going to actually improve your click-through rates because you're eliminating the key- you're eliminating the keywords that have created impressions without clicks. So just by doing that, you're decreasing the amount of impressions and therefore also increasing your click-through rates. It not only will it increase your click-through rates, your ads then appear more relevant to Google and so you could actually, just by getting that bad traffic out of the system, uh, decrease your cost per click because Google's looking at it and they're going, wow, this, 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 this ad text and this landing page is really relevant to this keyword. Um, and, and so it can save you uh, money on the good clicks that you're buying. Yeah, that, that's a huge help. So in, in that case, you're saying it also increases your quality score. It, it increases... So there's kind of a chain effect. It increases the quality score on your ad, which Google really doesn't publicize. They don't even tell you what it is. So Shane, are you saying there's quality score for ads? There is. And Google doesn't publish it. They don't even uh, they don't even show you what the quality score is. But there's two over 200 different factors in your uh, in the auction as to what you pay. And, and that ad relevance is one of those factors. And what can actually happen is you, you improve your click-through rate, as you mentioned, and all of a sudden Google thinks that ad's more relevant, and the byproduct is your cost per clicks will fall because it looks like your whole campaign's more targeted. Right. That makes sense. So... Um 
I know you've got one last thing to share. Is there a, a quick fix to this? Because digging through search query reports is very manual. It's very time-consuming. So uh, hopefully you have a tip for us to, to kind of the, get the through best, it. The best tip I've got, I, I've already given, which is get it into Excel. You have to do this work. It's very much like a uh, working Google AdWords. It's very much like working a garden, right? If you're not in there actively taking care of it, uh, things are going to get out of control. And it's, it's time-consuming, but you have to do it. Uh, Excel is a big help. If you know how to use pivot tables, um, that can help you as well because sometimes a keyword uh, may fire across multiple ad groups or multiple campaigns. And if you can run a pivot table, you're able to actually group all of that data together so that you're not evaluating the same keyword 20 times. Great. So what about turning off close variants? Turning on, turning off, if you've really got a CPA problem that you just can't get under control, sometimes turning off close variants will help. Um, and it helps because, and you've got to look at why close variance is there. It's so that you don't have to define every misspelling. Um, which at one time was a big thing to do in the space. And that a misspelling could throw you out of vertical. And the best example I know is NFL versus NHL. There's one character difference between the two. And if your bids are high enough and you've got dynamic keyword insertion running, you could absolutely jump into a vertical that you're not selling a product for. Right. Yes. <laughs> Especially if you're selling tickets, right? You don't want to sell NHL tickets to someone looking for NFL tickets. That's that's correct. Um, even in our industry, a very close one is SEO and SEM. Yes. Well, organic is, is pretty specific as to the non-paid side of search where SEM could be either. Right. Okay. Well, I think that'll do it. There's uh, lots of things we discussed today that you can put to use right now. Um, I suggest you go out, start looking through your search query reports, figure out what keywords you want to eliminate, um, also what keywords maybe you want to expand upon. Uh, if you're listening to this live, make sure to download the episode. There's uh, lots of things that you can pull out, and I'm sure you'll want to take notes so that you can put it to use right away. If you just can't wait for next week's episode of the PPC Playbook, head on over to ppcprofessionals.com. We've got a detailed step-by-step -step guide to Google AdWords setup and optimization techniques, as well as more advanced management strategies. We also offer a free PPC audit where we evaluate your current PPC account and help you identify areas of improvement. You can find that on our website as well. If you have any questions for us, you can ask us via Twitter at PPC Playbook, and we'll feature it on future shows. Please leave us a rating and review in iTunes, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Until next time, thanks for listening.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.